Shalom Ubracha, this is Chazara Shir number three, where we will be discussing the obligation to wash your hands before eating foods that are wet. So just as a reminder, there's a chiv to wash before eating bread because of two main reasons. Reason number one is because of Surah Chuma, where in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, your hands would become a Sheni Lutama just throughout the day. And if you would touch Chuma, that Chuma would become Shlishi Lutama, and it would have to be burnt, and it can no longer be eaten by the Kohanim. So in order to remind us of that halacha, before we eat bread, which is either Kviya Seuda, or since that's the most common uh, Chuma that, that existed. So then we would, the, there's a chiv to wash our hands and that's, we do that even today as a reminder for, for that, the Meheri Yibana Mikdash. And reason number two is because of Hit Kadashtem, that you are, that uh, there's a chiv before you start the meal to add, uh, to add Kedusha by washing your hands. The Gemara and Psachim teaches us that not just is there a chiv to wash your hands before eating bread, but also there's a chiv to wash your hands before eating any food that is wet, uh, with one of the Sheva Mashkim. What are the seven Mashkim? So the Mishnah Machshirim said that the seven Mashkim are the numerical, or not the numerical, they're the, the Rashi Tevos of Yad Shachat Dam, which is Yain, Dvash, Shemin, Chalav, Tal, Dam, and Mine. Wine, honey, oil, milk, dew, blood, and, uh, and water. And we have Machlokas uh, Rishonim, how to understand this Gemara. The Gemara clearly says that when you have food that is wet, you are obligated to wash your hands before it. But we have Machlokas Rishonim, how to understand the Gemara, and the outcome of this machokas Rishonim is going to have tremendous ramification on what we do today in Lamaisa. Rabbi Yonah basically says that the reason why one is obligated to wash his hands before eating food that are wet is similar to Srach Chuma, which means that Chuma and water have very similar, uh, I guess, personalities or, or capabilities. Your hands, which are Sheni Lutama, can make Chuma Tami. And similarly, when it comes to water, your hands that are Sheni Lutama can make water, meaning even if it's Hulin water, it can make that Hulin water Tame. And not only does it make it Tame, but it goes, actually goes back a level and it becomes, it goes up a level and it goes, uh, and it becomes a Rishon Lutama. So since water and Truma um, have the same, uh, I guess, characteristic traits that a hands could be Matame, both of them. So therefore, whenever eating something that is what? The halacha is that you're obligated to wash your hands uh, beforehand. In other words, it's another way of saying that the reason why you're obligated to wash your hands uh, before eating something wet is because of sarach chuma. Tosos gives a whole different reason. Tosos says, says, no, it says the reason why you need to wash your hands is because if you touch something that is wet, so the water is going to become a rishon lotama, and it's going to be metame, the food that is wet, right? So if you have a wet apple, so and you touch that wet apple, so your hands that are shini are going to make the water a rishon, and the the water that's reached is going to make the apple a sheni. When you eat that apple, you're going to become a sheni l'tumah. And Tosu says, since today there's no dinam of tumah and tara, so therefore the halacha is that you're not obligated to uh, you're not obligated to wash your hands before you eat uh, before you eat foods that are wet. So lemaisa, according to Rabbi Yona, the reason why you're obligated to wash your hands is because of Surah chuma, and according to to Tosos, it's because back in the day, if you would eat it, you would become tummy. And today, that anyways, uh, people we don't care about. Tama and Taro when it comes to human beings because everyone's a Tami Mace, so therefore there's no obligation to wash your hands before uh, eating something wet. The Shulchan Aruch Paskans Allah Maisa, that you are obligated to wash your hands, but you should do so without a bracha. And the reason why it's out of bracha, the Mishaburah explains, is in order uh, to be choshish for the opinion of Tosos, who says that it's not, uh, that there's no obligation. Lemaisa, today it seems that the majority of people uh, don't wash their hands before eating something wet, and the question is why not? Right? So here, the Mishaburah quotes the Magan Avram. Who says that the Magrabam and, and some uh, and others passing like Tosos that really the chiv of washing their hands um, does not exist uh, does not exist today yet uh, at all. However, the grow was very machmir. We seems from the Shulchan Aruch, it seems from the Ramah that there is an obligation 
to really uh, wash your hands. Then the Mishabura points out another important halacha, and he says that the obligation of washing your hands when the food that's in front of you, and by the way, this is all fruits, it's not just fruits, any food that becomes wet with any one of the Sheva Mashkim, there's an obligation to wash your hands, but it's only if it's normal for that liquid to go on, you know, that type of food, right? But if let's say honey spills, you know, by accident on a piece of steak or something outlandish like that, uh, so then there's going to be, uh, then there's no obligation to wash your hands beforehand because it's only if it's something that it's, uh, that's normal. So Lemaisa, it comes out from the Shulchan Aruch, very simple. It seems, he seems to pass again that there's a chiv to wash your hands like we're being Yonah. Uh, when it comes to, when it comes to wash, when, when it comes to eating food that is wet with one of the, the Sheva Maskin, Mashkin, the Mishnah Bura, quotes the Magravah, who says, no, we follow Tosos, who says you're not, uh, you're not obligated. So Lemaisa, how do we paskin? So in order to answer how we paskin, we really need to look at the, common case that everyone practices, and that's Lil HaSeder. When it comes to Lil HaSeder, everyone washes their hands by Karpas. And we say Karpas, right? Everyone, everyone, uh, um, everyone washes their hands before, before Karpas because we take that vegetable and we dip it in, uh, in the salt water. So here comes the Taz. And when the Shulchan Aruch passes, you have to wash your hands before. And comes the Taz, and he says that the night of Pesach is an example that shows you that this halacha actually exists, and you have to do it every single night of the year. Comes the Chayadam, but he says, no, we still pass like with the Magen Avram that you don't need. Why do we do it specifically on Pesach? We do it specifically on Pesach in order that the children, uh, in order that the children should ask. But Lamaisa, it's not like a, a Binyanav. You don't learn from here to the rest of the, to the rest of the year. And rather, Pesach is the, is the exception. Rabbi Lazar Akoin, he has the, his Agadosh of Pesach and Zichron of Laos. He says, no, he says, he agrees to the Chayadam that throughout the year, the Allah is you don't need to wash your hands when eating wet foods. But when it comes to Lala Seder, there's a special Chiv to wash your hands uh, by Lila Seder, and even Tosus would agree. Why is that? Because Tosus, if you remember, Tosus was of the opinion that the reason why you would need to wash your hands before eating something that's wet is because you will make that food tummy, and then when you eat it, so you'll also become tummy. So he says, who cares? Today, everyone's tummy. But says Rablazar Cohen, no, on Pesach, right, if let's say we said that there's no carpus, you don't need to, not there's no carpus, there's no rachza before the carpus, meaning if you don't need to wash your hands beforehand, so this year when the Beis HaMikdash will be rebuilt, what's going to happen? Everyone is going to come to the meal and they're going to say, oh, last year we didn't wash our hands, so let's wash our hands, so we don't need to wash our hands tonight also. Right? And since we don't need to wash our hands also tonight, so when they dip their carpas into the salt water, their hands are going to become tummy. The carpas is going to become tummy. And then when they eat that potato or that carrot or whatever they're using for carpas, they are going to become tummy. Now, why is that a problem? Because in a little bit, towards the end of the meal, they're going to have to be eating the, the carpas Pesach. So since Meheri Ban Amigdash, and we don't want people to, you know, Chas Yishon become tummy on the night of Lel Cedar, even Tosus is going to agree that on the night of Pesach, uh, you're obligated to, uh, to wash your hands before, before uh, fording. So Lameisa, it comes out that the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, um, the, the, the Mishabura, the Taz, they all hold that Me'ikra Adin, you really need to uh, wash your hands. And also the later postkin, Roshul Mazalman says, Halach Lameisa, he quotes, he says that it seems in the previous generations, people were not makbid to wash your hands before eating something that's wet. Um, but Lameisa today, Akshar Adara, to, to better or higher generations, therefore people should uh, actually be makbid. And the Yalkut Yosef also seems to be also to be Makri, but we do know that we have the Chayyadam and the Magen Avram and the right and, and those poskim that say that the custom was uh, not to wash your hands before eating something that is uh, that is what Lemaisa. What we're going to try to prove now is that most people do keep this halach right. This the 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 nuances of washing before eating a meal before eating excuse me before eating something that's wet is uh, is something that 
is fairly common, but most people follow the halacha even without knowing it. And if you're more conscious, you'll be able to follow the halacha 100%. So let's talk about a few examples. Example number one is you're eating a vegetable soup. So you have a vegetable and it's covered in water and it's soup. So you, should, you might think, oh, I need to wash my hands beforehand if I want to be machmer, like the Shulchan Aruch from Mishabruah Taz or Shulmazalman and, and Yalkut Yosef. But here in the Mishabruah and Sivkat and Chavav, he says something that is normally eaten with a spoon. The halacha is with the utensils. You're not going to need to, to wash your hands beforehand. And therefore, says the Avni Ashba, if you have a steak that's made with a wine sauce, right? Since most people eat their steak with a fork and a knife, you won't need to wash your hands before eating that steak. He does point out, though, says if you have barbecue sauce that's made with one of the Sheva Mashkin, so then the halacha is, and that you eat by hand, then taka, you wouldn't need to wash your hands. But most of the things that you eat during the day, that it, it's common to eat it with, uh, with a fork and a knife, and therefore, you won't need to wash your hands. The Mishabura does that. He says something that's not common to eat with, with, your, uh, with your hands. The Allah is that you don't need to, um, the Allah is that you wouldn't need to, to wash your hands. So, for example, if you have a wet apple and you cut it with a fork and a knife, that's not going to, to help you. Lemaisa, it seems that the Prima Gadim argues on this because the Prima Gadim says that, that when it comes to eat, uh, eating food that it's wet, he says you don't necessarily need to wash your hands. Uh, he says another way to do it is if you take a cloth and you eat it with a cloth. Let's say you have an apple uh, and you don't want to wash your hands for eating the wet apple, but you do have a pair of uh, latex gloves. So you can put on the gloves and eat, the, and, eat the, and eat the thing. Or if gloves work, so then what would also work? Utensils would also work as, uh, utensils would also work as well. And that seems from the, from the, from the Ramah later on in Simit Kofsam Gimel Aleph that forks and knives work as good as, uh, as, uh, as gloves or as uh, covering up. So Lamaisa, when it comes to your soup, your steak, or things like that that are usually eaten with a fork and a knife, you won't need to wash your hands. And even things that aren't usually eaten with a fork and knife, the Mishaburah is machmir, and the Prima Gadim would be makel to allow you to use a utensil. The other kula we saw is that if you're eating something that's tafel to another food, for example, you're eating your, your shami kugel with a pickle, and the pickle is wet, and you made the mizonos first on the kugel, and you don't need to make a bracha on the pickle itself. So since it's tafel to the to the actual food that you're eating, the luck is that you do not need to, uh, you do not need to wash your hands before eating it. Another example is dipping crackers into tea, right? Amongst uh, the British chavra, that's, uh, that's fairly common. So Rebzi and Abishal, he says that if you have a big cracker and you're dipping it into tea, well, you should wash your hands. But uh, Yalkut Yosef, he comes and he says, one second, it depends. He says, if you have a cracker that's less than a kazayas, so then you would be allowed to dip it. Why would he be allowed to do it? Because he says like this. He says we have two machloksim. Machloksim number one is whether something that's less than a kezayis you're obligated to wash your hands with. And then machloksim number two is if you take one of the shavamashkim and you cook it, is it still considered a shavamashkim? So since you have tea here that was cooked and you have a cracker that's less than, than uh, a kezayis, so you have a sveik sveika. Right? Topic number one is whether something that's less than a kezayis even needs to be washed, right? If you need to wash for something that's less than a kezayis, that's wet. And then something number two is that even if you do need to wash it, you're dipping it into water that was cooked. And water that was cooked, there's another machokus of whether that's obligated, whether you're obligated to, um, to, to whether it's considered a mashke, they would be obligated to wash more. And therefore, it says the Yalkatios, if it's less than a, less than a kezayis, that's also going to be okay. And the Yavani Ashper says, says, if you break up the cracker in the, in the tea and you eat it with a spoon, that's also going to be good, right? Because like we said before, that eating with a spoon is going to be, uh, is going to be okay. And we also mentioned that Right, only things that are from the Sheva Mashke are going to be obligated, are going to require you to wash beforehand. But uh, but things that aren't, and the Mishibur says, for example, whiskey, that's not going to that's not going to be mechadu. So lemaisa, we saw those that want to be machmir, like the Shulchan Aruch, Rama Mishibura, Rishon Mazam, and Yalkut Yosef to wash their hands. 
matov manai, right? Those who don't, you have the other shitas, you have the Magan Avram, that the Elam is, uh, is, seems to be Samechan. But it seems to be that there are a lot of kulas that anyways people are doing. Uh, there are a lot of uh, exceptions, I guess, that anyways people are doing, and you can really keep the Chumrah, the Shulchan Aruch, and the Ramah. So we listed six cases, six, six situations where you won't need to, to wash your hands. So we'll say them over quickly now. Number one is that if your foods got wet from something that was not from the Shabbat Mashkin, the halacha is that you do not need to wash your hands before you eat. Number two is that you're eating food with utensils, and it's normal to eat that food with, with utensils. Number three is the prima gadim, that even if it's not normal to eat with utensils, if you are eating with utensils, it's going to be uh, okay. Number four is a food that was tafel to another food, that's also going to work. Number five is uh, if you're eating less than a kazais in cooked uh, liquid. And then number six is if if liquid accidentally falls on something, it's not normal for that item to get wet. Like we said, you know, honey falling on a piece of steak, that's not going to be, um, that's not going to be, obligate you to, to, to wash your hands. So Lemaisa, it seems that most people uh, are, you know, do keep this halacha. Um, and there are some cases that if you are keeping this halacha, you should be conscious of. So for example, if you have, you're, you're washing an apple, make sure to dry it before you, uh, you eat it. If you're eating sushi by hand and you're dipping it into the soy sauce, uh, and the soy sauce is, is, is liquid, the luck would be that you would have to wash your hands beforehand. If you're eating your barbecue uh, you know, wings, so then you should wash your hands beforehand before eating uh, the barbecue wings. Or if you would eat it, you know, if you eat the sushi with the chopsticks, or if you eat the, the barbecue wings, uh, you stick it on a fork and then you eat it. Uh, so that would also be a way to avoid the, the, avoid the, avoid the tefillah. And then we've mentioned uh, two other halachos, and that is that a person, when he washes, he should not make a, he should not speak, even though you're not making a bracha. He shouldn't speak bef- between the, the netila and the, and, the, and the eatings. And we saw from the prima gaudi that you don't need to dry your hands, even though in other locations you do need to dry your hands. Uh, here you don't need to dry your hands. And then we ended off the, the, the simen by, uh, we, we saw the Shulchan Arachat Simen, Kavsam Gimel Sivbeis, who basically says that, uh, that only the person who's eating is obligated to wash his hands. And this is a halacha that applies to, to bread as well. Meaning if, I, if you're eating a piece of bread and someone else is feeding you, so then you need to wash your hands. And the person that is feeding you does not need to wash his hands. That was Chazar Shir number three.